What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Grizz Next Gen Podcast. Uh, I'm here with Brad, as always. Say what's good, Brad. Yeah, what's good? My mic's actually working this time. That's a good sign, right, Steve? Yeah, uh, we had to get this episode out regardless. We were, text- we were texting each other uh, last night after the Suns game, and we are like, that whole game was crazy. It's time to make an episode because mm-hmm. <laughs> Grizzlies just been playing amazing basketball, and I just kind of want to start this episode saying how much I love being a Grizzlies fan because this team has, regardless, just blown blown the expectations I expected from this team. And I, I get it's I get we're not, you know, it's still a little early in the year. Um, people might say, oh, it's because uh, people are going on health and safety protocols and, the, you know, all this and all this teams are demolished and all this. Mm-hmm. But the Grizzlies, you know, we're, start, we're starting to deal with it with ourselves. We have seven players, I think, out right now. One of them being Dylan Brooks and one of them also being DFE Mellon, who are huge pieces to our team. Yeah. And regardless, we are still proving that we're a great team. And even when Jaw was out, we went 10 and 2. Uh, and I don't care what the, we're, we're going to we're going to talk about the Jaw talk a little later at the, yeah, at the end yeah. of this episode, because now, you know, everyone that was talking all this stupid stuff when Jaw was out, they <laughs> got completely silenced last night. And it feels amazing. Yep. But as, as speaking of Jaw, I wanted to start this episode also with, with saying vote for Jaw Morant. Uh, I'm Brad. You've been you've been voting for Jaw because I know I have. I mean, yeah, I've, I made a ton of fake accounts. Don't don't report me to the FBI. But I've been I've been I've been just creating many accounts. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm making sure I vote for Jaw. I've been voting for Jaw, Jaron, and Desmond Bain. Uh, actually, if really looking at it, Jaron, has a good chance of making an All Star game. Now he hasn't had an insane game, a insane like yeah. season. But the power four position is nothing crazy, especially mm. when Zion's been out all season. I mean, if Zion was here, he probably you know drop. Uh, 20, 22 and ten at least sure. with the uh, All Star, but there hasn't been many uh power forwards that making like lots of noise. Um, so Jaron does mm-hmm. have a chance to sneak into the All Star game, and that would be uh crazy. If the Grizzlies, I'm just gonna say, John Moran's gonna be an All Star. If he's oh, not yeah. All Star, that that is a complete snub and that's travesty. Because it's really gonna be like Moon, Moon told me yesterday, it'd be a travesty if he does not make the All Star game <laughs> because okay. how good yeah. he's been playing. He's he, it's it's ridiculous, and obviously we're gonna talk about it a little more. Um, um, later in this episode, but yeah, mm-hmm. John Morant's gonna be all star, and if he's not, there's the, the, we're rioting. Bro, but Jaron, if Jaron can sneak in, that would be crazy because two, that's that's two that's two all stars from the Grizzlies in one in one game, and I don't know if that's ever happened. I I wonder if it has of Zebo and like Gasol, but I don't think it's ever happened. I'm mm-hmm. not exactly sure though. Don't don't you guys can fact check me on that. Uh, I only became a Grizzly fan in like 2016, so. Maybe those later years it's happened. I wouldn't really know exactly. I mean, Bane could actually make it though. Like really logistically, he really could because he's. Nah, I don't think Bane is. I mean, he could. Uh, this, he this he, he doesn't. Bane Bane's been okay. Bane's been insane, and he's and I, and I, I wouldn't doubt. Really I would not doubt by any means that he would be an All Star later in his career, and also yeah. I would not doubt that he's going to be most improved player this season. Yeah. This season, though, All Star? No, it's not because shooting guard's so good. It's such a good, it's such a, a tough position, especially in the West. So. Underrated as fuck, though. I mean, very underrated. Um, but people are trying to put respect on his name now because I mean, he he's just been dropping twenty every night. It feels like so. He kind of <laughs> if next season, I'm telling y'all, Bane probably going to be an all star because <laughs> if he cause if he yeah. keeps improving like this, this season's been this season's been actually ridiculous from Desmond Bane. But eight point difference, like eight point improvement this year. That's insane. I think Josh averaging twenty three points a game, twenty four yep. maybe about twenty four. Yep. Yeah, so he's at. What, do you have his full stats like right with you? Uh, yeah, um, right now he's averaging twenty four points per game, five point four rebounds, and about seven assists per game. Um, in the last three games collectively, 
uh, last night, coming back last three games because this is his first three games back. I think or no, it's one yeah. is it's it's a, it's a it's a bunch of his games coming back from them. Yeah, uh, yeah. last three games, obviously, like incredible game. Uh, had a lot of clutch shots, and including the game winner, uh, which. I, I I gotta call the Suns announcers out, man. It, dude, you guys, <laughs> it, just stop. All right, annoying, annoying us all uh, game. You're annoying. Okay, we don't need to hear if it's a, if you're an old head. You know, we don't need to hear. Oh yeah, that was a travel back in my day. Like we don't care. Like bro, come on. If there there were so many dates called everything a travel, and some of them were not travels. I I maybe I can give you the the props on on couple. Not they were not dude. They were calling travels on shit that wasn't travels. Uh, they went on Bane. They went on Bane taking two steps and hitting a three. That's not travel. You can take a hop step and then shoot a three. It's literally not travel. But anyways, uh, uh, going back in the last three games, uh, last night, got with 33, 4, and 4, shooting 50 from the free throw line, which is he didn't shoot that most from the free throw line. Uh, 60% from three and 56 from field goal, which is incredible in 34 minutes. Uh, and then against Sacramento, he did, he did decent. Uh, he had 18 points, 9 assists, and 7 rebounds. Shot 100% from free throw. Uh, he didn't shoot, I don't think, at all from uh, three-point, but he had 44% from field goal. And then against uh, Golden State, his first, no, his, his second game back after the Oklahoma uh, City game, he had 21 points, uh, 21 points, six assists, and three rebounds. Shot 90 from free throw and 40 from the field. So he's done really good. He's had, he's had decent games uh, since coming back. Uh, not Obviously not the games that you would think from a, a – because the start, what starting the season before his injury, he was like dropping these insane yeah. games. And we, last oh. night was like that game where he, okay. Oh, well, yeah. Steve, this is the first game back, like really, that you've really seen him get the ball like at the top. Yeah. You know, at the time. And oh. this is this is why I think that's why he had. I would say, like, I would say the Kings game he did. He was shooting like three for 12 at halftime. It was like, it was a little ugly, yeah. but the second half, he really like uh, uh, turned, it, uh, turned it around. And then he had a good, he had a good game. But if, if you guys watched the Kings game, the whole team was playing pretty bad in the first half, a separate mm-hmm. game. So, yeah, um, yeah Jaw really turned it up second half and pretty much, you know, kind of what he did in the Suns game. The, the first half, Jaw was, like, good. He wasn't bad mm-hmm. by any means. He started, he had 10 points. But sure. it, the first half was a Desert Bane show in the Suns game. And then sec- that's what that's what's kind of seeing what's going on with the Grizzlies right now is that, like, no team is going to – they're coming to the games like, oh, we got we to guard John Morant. And that's like the biggest part of the game plan. But then Desmond Bain's out here just popping off from three and just hitting every shot that he gets. And they're like, and then once they go to halftime, they're like, oh man, we gotta, we gotta start, we gotta, we gotta get uh, Desmond Bain like stopped. And then they try to stop Desmond Bain second half, and then that's when Jaw turned. So I gotta tell you something, right? Against the Lakers this season, Jaw is averaging forty points per game, ten assists per game, seventy-one point four three-point percentage, sixty-one from field goal. I mean, that was the only last game that we played against him. Do you think he has a similar stat line? That's the best game that he has this season. Oh, like you're talking to me? Do I think he's gonna have a better game this season? No, do you that? think he's gonna do better in that in this in, in, in this game. next Lakers game? N- no, because that game was stupid, <laughs> and I was so mad that we lost that game because he played so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I still think he's gonna ball against the Lakers. I think yeah. I expect this. I expect this is the do or ding against the Lakers. The Lakers have been a mess. And I, I mean, LeBron's going to probably drop 30, 30 points in like, like t- ten assists, but his ass going to get sold by his other teammates. So sure. that's the problem. Um, but yeah, like Jaw, there's just, there's just no reason that he shouldn't be an All Star. Um, the dude's just not. It, it's not been. It, it, it's it's Different. last season. Last season he had a he had an argument for All Star last year. 
Uh, yeah. Just for the reason that he didn't have the stats that obviously looked like an all star, but the reason that uh, he had us as a playoff team at that time, and mm-hmm. he was pretty much our reason why we were even there as a playoff team because. Yep. I'm, fairly enough, I didn't really think Jaw was going to be All Star last year. And he didn't become, but he had an argument. This season, there should not be an argument. He should be an All Star, really no matter what. Yep. That's going to get us into this West Coast road trip. Now, I'm not. We're not going to talk about really the uh, the Warriors and Kings games um, because we're, t- last night's game is just way completely different from those other games. Like it's, it, and that's again, it's fresh in our minds right now. It's so much happening last night. It's just we just gotta talk about this one too much. Um, so I mean, we'll give we'll give you a little brief. Uh, this we'll briefly talk about the first two games. Not we're not gonna go on some on a whole things. Uh, mm-hmm. Warriors game. Uh, they're one of the best teams in the league. Uh, Curry mm-hmm. was Curry. We lost. We were playing close though for for most of the game. We played. Mm-hmm. We, we 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 were actually up like ten at one point. Um, but Curry just wanted to be Curry, and we lost the game. It was in their house too. We already have one win against them in their house this season. Uh, yep. Not to mention the stat. I did bring it up to Brad uh, before we recorded this. We have a win against the top three teams in the West right now in both in all their houses. We beat the mm-hmm. Suns last night in their house. We beat the Jazz in their house. We beat the Warriors in their house. <laughs> that, t- that says a lot. And we're the fourth seed. So we're, I'm telling you, the, it, the Grizzlies are a team that no one wants to see in the playoffs. Because mm-hmm. we're going to make – no matter – I don't care. Like I was even t- saying that the Jazz, they, they might have beat us in five. But we made those five games really tough, and they they were like it was us playing catch up a lot of those games. But we just kept giving them a challenge, like oh we're gonna come back and all this from twenty or whatever. Um, yep. But we're a different team this season, and if we're giving up a fight that year, imagine what we're gonna do this season. And I can't wait. Most improved player of the year, Dylan Brooks improved a lot. Like it's going it's gonna, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, f- a big challenge. And if Jaw plays like how he did in his last playoff series, where he's dropping three game, oh my god. We, like 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 that, the Grizzlies are going to be a huge problem. But Did he have like that one game. Didn't he have like forty seven and like I don't even remember. Yeah, he had a, he had the Grizzlies franchise high uh, in points in forty seven. Yeah, it was like incredible. come on. And we lost the same game that he. Did and we have. knew it was going to happen. I think every Grizzlies fan knew it was going to. happen. They were like, Jaws going to convert our franchise high because it was Mike Miller at forty five. Yeah. Jaron was close. He got forty three against the uh, Bucks in twenty. 19, I think it was. It was his sophomore year. His sophomore season was ridiculous. And yeah, he dropped that. He dropped that 43 point game uh, against Giannis, too. Like, come on now. <laughs> Stop playing with him. But uh, yeah, the Warriors game it was, it was a, uh, it was just, it was a good game. We were playing, we played close uh, at the end, though. It got away from us. And like I said, Curry's insane. And uh, Curry was hitting shots that was like, it was those shots that just like you, you're so mad at it, but you got to be, you got to just respect it because it's like yeah. no one else is really doing this. <laughs> no one else is hitting this stupid, insane double contested uh, half court shot, pretty much. Like, uh, so yeah, Curry just, you know, he he dominated us that game. Dylan Brooks, he tried, Dylan Brooks tried to make it hard on him, but Curry still shot like eight for twelve from three. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was tough. But the the Kings game, we played the we played the Kings. Um, I think it was two, I think it was like we got a day off and we played the. Yeah, um, Monday. We wa- we watched this game together. So or, no, shoot, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We did watch this game together. Um, do you want to? Do you want to briefly talk about this one? Like you can bring up how this game went. Um. Yeah, for sure. Um. We we won one twenty seven to one hundred two. Um. It was it was a decent game for most of the game. Um. We it was closer throughout like the first half, but like. Uh, we really started to pull away in the second half. We started to hit our shots. A lot of shots in the first half start. Like, they either, like, rimmed out or 
they just they just didn't go in. But in the I think in the I think I remember like looking at ESPN at like halftime. We were shooting like thirty from both. We ended up at the end shooting forty seven from field goal and thirty from three point, which is not bad at all. Yeah, we were shooting thirty five percent. I remember. I think we were shooting thirty five percent at halftime. Uh, the start was slow. Yeah. yeah, and then we the start was slow. But it like to me the the final score did not look like what, what the yeah. game felt like because second half we had to take it over and yeah. uh, you can keep going. Yeah, rebounded go. them fifty three uh, thirty eight, which was a huge thing. I think most of those came in the second half, not allowing second chance points. And uh, yeah, I gotta say this, Tyrese, you got broke, my guy. You got broke. Good job. And I'll i also say uh. We, I think we beat it. I think paint wise, we had 62 points and they had 33, which mm-hmm. is stupid because the Kings are good, they're a good paint team, actually. And I get they don't have their full squad, but they're they, we had 72 points on the paint. That's yeah, insane. I think they're third in paint points, the Kings, or they were at one point in the season. They're top three. Against those. So for us to play good defense like that, don't get into like 30 something points in the paint, and we have 72. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I actually, I think we had the most second point, uh, second chance points in that game. In our franchise mm-hmm. history, so and we crazy. had thirty-three assists total to that game too. That's insane. Just, like just, just crazy. Um, I would not. I would have never thought that the Grizzlies are gonna have their franchise high in second chance points without Jonas Valanciunas yeah. on our team. So, uh, we shot a hundred shots that game. We we hit uh, from free throw. We hit twenty-four for 80 percent. Like we did, we did really good. Okay, Bane gets a lot of credit in this game, but the guy I want to bring up is John. Con- First career start, John Conchar. Yep. Um, do you have the, you have his stats? Or, you have your stats with you? I know you dropped eleven and fourteen. Uh, I don't know what the rest I was. I do not. Dude, John Conchar, this game was <laughs> like I can't. I can't even like really. Pay. I was not expect. None of us were expecting it. I remember before this game, we saw John Conchar was starting. I was like, wait, John Conchar start? Oh, we yeah, had, a, he had we fourteen had a, rebounds. Yeah, he had 11, 14, 3, 2, and two. Yep. Yep, yep. That's a ridiculous Rebox, game. It, I, it felt like that too when you're watching the game. Like he was just doing everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is his first career start. Dude absolutely popped off. And I, even last night he did really good. That, we're gonna get into that. But hey, well, yeah, this, what? no, hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta shout somebody else out. Tyrell Terry, first basket as a Memphis Grizzly. Oh yeah, shout out to time. him. He had a nice little floater, and also uh, Shaq McCain had a nice little dime at the end too. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so it's cool to see everyone get, get like you know. Get something out out of the game. Now, now we gotta go to the last night. We gotta go to last night now, man. Yeah, the other games. Game, look, okay, Warriors game. It was whatever. You know, we was close. We lost. Yep, yep. Good fight though. Then we had to go play in Sacramento. We we mm-hmm. we take care of business. It was started off slow, but then we showed why we're the better team there. So then, you, this is the thing. I was even talking. We're talking about before game. Brad was telling me we we're gonna win, and he was completely correct. But I was yep. like, man, is, that's gonna be hard because. We get to fly from Sacramento to Arizona, to Arizona in one night and go play the, the Phoenix Suns, who are one of the best teams uh, in the league. Just after one and one one night, back-to-back. Back. Yep. Um, before game, though, I was feeling really confident about this game, especially because there's a lot of players that are... There's just like, there's like health and safety protocols for the Suns. Monty Williams was not able to coach this game because he got uh, put in health and safety protocols right before the game. Yep. And I was like... I told my dad, I'm like, you probably should bet on this game because I think we're going to win. And then I said, Jaw's going to drop 30 and we're going to get the, and all this jaw talk is going to end. Yep. Now, this is my favorite Grizzlies game this season. Now, we've had some good games. I mean, we had a 70 point, three, we had a 73 point win. Um, this shows we don't give up. This is what this game showed right here. I did say that Jazz game was one of my favorites. 
or it was my favorite because we had a talk before that game because we just got absolutely whooped by the Timberwolves. And we were talking about this in, I think, the third episode. Yeah, sure. we're, we got absolutely whooped by the Timberwolves. And then we had like that locker room talk and we went out there and Jaren just had a clutch shot. It was such a good feeling for that win. Yep, yep. But this game tops them all. <laughs> absolutely. And it, it maybe should not have gotten to the point where this game got to right at the end. Close. Dude, we had an 18-point lead at one point. I think it was in, like, the third yeah. quarter. It, it shouldn't have been this close. But but I mean, I'm glad it did, just because it made it even better. Yeah, it made uh, it even better. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess we're going to start this game on off. I'm just going to kind of – we're just going to kind of briefly talk about how it went. Uh, yeah. The Grizzlies pretty much had this game um, in their hands until, I would say, the – what was it, fourth Eight quarter? Fourth yeah, it was fourth, it was fourth yeah. quarter. Uh, at, I would say 10 minutes is when I started turning around. Uh, the momentum just started feeling like, okay, the Suns are going to be going to get back in this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Jaws not on the floor. Tyus Jones is running the court, and it just started feeling yeah. like it was getting away from us. But we were in this game for a while. Uh, Desmond Bain was just killing it in the first mm-hmm. half. Like, for sure. and he did he did two in the second half, but first half it was a Desmond Bain for sure. Um, absolutely was just killing it. And mm-hmm. um, John Contra also played really good again. Ja had a decent first first half, had like ten points. Stephen Adams was Stephen Adams. We're gonna talk about him in this game. He, oh yeah, um, unbelievable. He he caught he got got outshadowed in this game by uh, Bane and Ja. Um, yeah. Jared did not have the greatest game, but it was like it's it's like oh, we're just, the, the first four I talked about are very important in this game. We have it for a long. We had the game for till uh, yeah, like I said, till like ten in the fourth, and the Grizzlies are up. We're up like you said, eighteen at one point in this game. Uh, I was I was hoping the Grizzlies just gonna close this game out, but. At some point, the Suns the Suns started playing like the actual Suns, and they were hitting their shots. Uh, mm-hmm. Devin Booker was not playing around. Chris Paul uh, finally turned up because like he Devin Chris Paul only got like his I think they said he got his first field goal in the second half of this game. Yeah. Uh, he was kind of like a no show first half. So Suns started playing like the Suns, uh, and they got their they they scratched their way back into this game. So with seven minutes left, uh, we put Jaw back in, and then the game kind of went back and forth. Uh, just clutch shot after clutch shot. Uh, yep. one point it was just like it was crazy how it was just going back and forth. A uh, bang would hit a three, and then they would get like a yeah. and one on the other side. Uh, Karen Payne had that lucky like bouncing shot. Like yes, it was like dude, it I, went I off remember and, saying in my head when that went, I'm like, that is the luckiest bounce I've ever seen in my life, right there. And it makes me mad because this shot's so ugly. I was, <laughs> I hate Cameron Payne's shot. It just looks so gross to me. Like he, he like puts his body, he puts his body all the way, yeah, all the way to the side. Like it's it's so weird. weird. Yeah. But it's a shit bounced in, and then uh, they even had like, I think when Jalen Smith hit the center, Jalen Smith, when he hit the three, I was like, oh, they're gonna get back in this game, and yeah, yeah, it, it got really close, but it was going back and forth, and it was just clutch shot to clutch shot. Uh, the point where this game, where I knew, where I feel like we're gonna choke this game, is when we had the inbound De- Desmond Bain, and Kyle Anderson is open. Desmond Bain's probably gonna get like trapped trying to get yep. up the court, so Desmond Bain's like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna pass the ball to Kyle Anderson because Kyle Anderson's a handler. Kyle Anderson does not look at the ball at all. He completely did not look at the ball. And Kyle Anderson ends up being hit oh, in the yeah. head, and they get the ball back. Yeah. I, I messaged you right when that happened. I'm like, what the fuck did I just see? Like, I was so mad. And then they missed the shot, and Desmond Bay, I'm, I'm just, I don't want to slander Desmond Bay in any way, but Desmond Bay should have picked up that ball. Was, it's like wide in his hands, and he was just like bobbling it, and has got the and ball. Then, and then they made two points. They got two points. Again, uh, Kyle Anderson again. Um... Yeah, the ball he traveled like I don't know. Did he, he just I don't know. There was multiple points. Um, but yeah, they got the ball back and they got the they got they got a little floater. It's a two point game. Devin Booker had the audacity to go step over Desmond Bain after this play mm-hmm. when he's down by two. And I was I was 
I was mad about it. Um, so we get the ball. It's our ball. Uh, four seconds, I think. What, what, what we're looking for here is just a good shot and hopefully hit a dagger. We got the we, we found the good shot. It was Kyle Anderson in the corner, wide open for the three. What does he do? He airballs. Now there might it might have been a little tip uh, with the rim, but it was not enough evidence for them to overturn yeah. it. So it goes to the Suns. Um, Suns inbound the ball. Devin, Devin Booker is wide open for three. So he just said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna pull up and I'm just gonna hit the shot." And yeah, he just he he hit the shot. At this point, I'm like, "Wow, are we really going to choke this game?" I saw um, this last part. After the last, yeah, part. you can tell the last part. All right, so we had wasn't it four seconds? Four seconds. Five right? seconds left on the clock. Five seconds. So we're out of bounds. Bane passes it, and I believe. Uh, Chris Paul comes and laid on a trap, kind of, and that's really how Ja got that layup in that lane open. It's because Chris Paul was late to trap. I think he had like some miscommunication. Yeah. They did just wide open, like well, not wide open, but went in there, bodied some guys at the last second before triple he, like, while he was going down, just floats the ball up there off the back, and then boom, with point five. Unbelievable play. Gun. Sons Sons announcers, dude, you did not you did not like call that like good, dude. You just you just went like I I didn't see on the Suns. I watched it on I watched the Grizzly announcers because I changed it in the fourth quarter and I found a Grizzly stream. You changed Um, you just acted like it was any other shot. That was a session. Yeah, like like you said, the ball comes in, Ja uh they didn't. The play didn't even get set. Like they just said, you know, what's not, like we're not gonna set the play. We're just gonna get the ball to Josh. Josh is gonna drive in, and if we're gonna hope for a foul. We're just gonna hope for the, the game winner. Yep. Um, like he got triple team practically in that play, and yep. this this is this is one reason why Jaw is literally gonna be a superstar in this league. That the the difficulty of this layup is stupid. He has to adjust his hands, and he has to go one hand <laughs> with three people going. around him and put and put that uh and put that layup in. Um, banks it in for the win. There's 0.5 left. They inbound it to Mikel Bridges. He gets blocked by Stephen Adams, and Grizzlies go out, get out of Phoenix with a dub. Uh, and we're done with the West Coast trip, so we're gonna go to back home. We're gonna play the Lakers tomorrow. Correct. Yep. Yep. Grizz, I just, I just, I just can't. <laughs> this, this team. Play, this team is insane. On New, on Year's New Year's Eve. Beautiful game. Uh, hopefully we end the year off with a win. Uh, hopefully we go twenty three and fourteen at the end of the year. Hopefully that's. I hope we can do that. But wow, we're twenty one and fourteen right now, and we are the fourth seed in the West. This team is just it, it, it's it's insane. How we're how good they six and away games, which is pretty impressive to be yeah. honest. Like Josh said in his interview yesterday, he said we're we're going to be uh, road warriors for this yep. the season. Like we don't care who we're playing at. We like he he mentioned how good teams went at home, great teams went on the road. And it's exactly correct. And we and like I said, the the fact that we have beat the top three teams in the West so far in their houses, hopefully we're top three teams soon. But mm-hmm. um the top three teams in the West, we've been able to beat them in their house. Yep. Um, all of them. That just shows so much to this team. And uh, a couple stats I wanted to bring up in this game. Uh John Moran, Desmond Bain have combined for sixty five points this game. That's the highest that any two Grizzlies have combined in a game. Yep. Uh, in, in franchise history, so it's crazy because this team has broken so many franchise records already. Like uh, we all, we have an NBA record with the highest, the biggest blow in NBA history. Um, yeah, and and then we have the. Uh, I'm trying to think. We, we had one in the Kings game. Oh yeah, paint points. Our second oh, chance yeah. points. My bad. Second, second chance game. points. Second chance points is our franchise record, and this right here, 
we, we, we there's more obviously, but we've just been like <laughs> we, we've been breaking so many uh, of our franchise records. Insane. And also, yeah. I want to bring up Desmond Bain. We've talked about the last four games, kind of. We talked about last three, last four yeah. games for Desmond Bain. He is, he's averaged twenty four point three points per game, four rebound, four point eight rebounds a game, fifty one percent from the field, fifty four percent from three, hundred mm-hmm. percent from the free throw line. 100% from the free throw line. I mean, 54% from three is like, that's, he's, he's, there means, there means, it's not even a 50 50, 50, 50 shot. It, there's better chance of him hitting the shot. <laughs> like, it's not, at this point, he's hitting more, ha, more than half of his threes in the last four games. I, I really can't explain it. The dude's, the dude's, a, he's a future all star. And I wasn't expecting that coming to the season. Grizz fans knew Desmond Bain was underrated. Uh, and he needed more opportunity for we sure. All, we both called it. We, we, yeah, we, we knew Des- we were high on Desmond Bain, obviously, but I was not expecting this good of a season so far. Because uh, Desmond Bain, yeah, he averaged like eight, nine I last season. A little bit. I kind of was a little bit. He averaged eight or nine last season. Um, mm-hmm. And he got, he got, all, he got all NBA's uh, rookie second team. Me and Brad have a video planned out about why he should be most improved player soon. So hope y'all should go check that out. We'll, we'll talk about it at the end of this episode. Uh, yeah. Um, and he shot great from three. He had one of the best three-point uh, shooting seasons as a rookie uh, of all time. Uh, but mm-hmm. and I and in the offseason, we were talking about it, and Grizzly fans were talking about it. We're like, we probably, you know, Grayson Allen trade is not bad because it's going to it's going to give Desmond Bain and Mellon more opportunity. Um, I, I was more of a I was more of a pro Desmond Bain guy than Mellon, but um, some people think yeah. that Mellon was the guy that should have started. I wanted Desmond Bain to start, and so we traded that we traded Grayson Allen. We we're happy about the trade. It doesn't matter if we got Sam Merrill in a sec. I mean, we got second. We, we Grizzlies use their seconds. Uh, they they're great when it comes to using their seconds. So I was completely fine with this. Then mm-hmm. um, summer league hits, and Desmond Baines, our top guy on our roster. He's pretty much our point guard on our roster. We're letting him be the fuller general for all summer league. One of the best players in the summer league, without a doubt. Uh, dude was just completely popping off. And once the season comes, he's. Just it's it's been out it's been out of this world like straight up has straight up has just I think he's averaging uh do you do you know his stats I think he's averaging like sixteen seventeen uh seventeen point two a game four point three rebounds two point two assists um what's he shoot, what's he shooting three uh from three he's shooting forty three and then from field goal he's shooting like forty seven which is insane in ninety three <laughs> or no ninety four I'll round it up ninety four percent from free throw which is insane don't don't hey. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna be mind blown if I if I can go back to this draft class and doesn't mean it's gonna it's gonna be a top I mean it already is but if he's gonna be a top two top three guy from this draft mm-hmm. like stop stop it I mean uh, if you're looking at last year's draft I, there's there's Lamelo obviously um I, I, Lamelo's the best one to me out of the a bunch and then you got Anthony mm-hmm. Edwards who's done amazing things Anthony Edwards has a ten th- uh, a ten a ten three a game this season with thirty eight points. Mm-hmm. Uh, been amazing. James Wiseman uh hasn't been able to play, but I know James Wiseman has potential, obviously. Yeah. And then there was Ty- there's Tyrese Halburn. He was a uh, third, I think, last year in the rookie race, and he was doing really good. Uh, mm-hmm. but then you got Dustin Bain. Like he wasn't the big name last year, but he still played really good. And Grizzly fans knew that he was a huge like coming off the bench. He was huge for us last year. Yep. Uh, especially in the playoffs, he had his, he did that thing in the playoffs. He was hitting his threes, and that's all you can really ask for from from the ru- from the rookie. Uh. But this season, he just like lifted up from that uh, that draft class. Now he's the top player from it. Um, I can't wait to see what he's gonna do with his career because if this is a, if this is the jump he's taking from sophomore year, I can't imagine what he's gonna do his third year. 
I'm ho- and uh, we, we we you talked about it in this in this uh show already. You said if he's going to average twenty uh next season, do I think he can? I said no. I'm changing my answer. <laughs> I think he's going to average twenty next season. Uh, because he he's like at seventeen right now. He's at yeah. seventeen right now, and um, from the time of that episode, he was playing good, but he wasn't playing as good as he is now. Yep. Like now, he's dropped twenty point. I think he's dropped eleven or no, it's been twelve twenty point games in his last twenty one games. Mm-hmm. It's the stat. There's so much stats doesn't mean that's like, yeah. Um, that just shows that he does that he deserves. And the Desmond Main love, I gotta say, Desmond Main love's been it's been it's been cool. I love all the people mm-hmm. showing love to him right now. He's still fairly underrated to me, but because sure. I don't know why some people don't know don't know his name yet. Like, come on, just <laughs> learn it. Uh, I'll say stat moves. One of my favorite websites. They've been showing a lot of love to Desmond Main, and I, I I appreciate that. But man. It, <laughs> It's insane what what he's been able to do, and uh, I, I obviously we have, him, I think I can see him going maybe twenty one, twenty two, possibly. I, I would doubt. I would hope. Uh, <laughs> he's a bucket. I won't see he why. Improved eight points. Eight points from last his first season. When you have the ability to be a bucket like that, you can go up to twenty two points without a eat. Look at Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas was the shortest guy. We don't. I don't know if he was the shortest guy in the league at one point. I, I, I'm not exactly sure. So much shorter than him. But the thing about Isaiah Thomas is he's a bucket, and I'm glad that he's playing on the Lakers right now. And I'll just talk about how the Lakers have been playing bad since they signed him. It's not his fault. <laughs> like, stop I mean, this. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas is a bucket, and I've always said that. And Isaiah Thomas, even as even being one of the smallest guys in the league, if he was the smallest, he had a 28-point-per-game uh, season. And I'll forever love Isaiah Thomas as a player, and he always deserved a spot in the NBA, and I'm glad that he's playing in right now. But that's another example. Yeah. That's just an example of like what what it being a bucket is. <laughs> it don't matter what size how dude high, is. How high up do you think Bain's uh, three point percentage could go next season, or do you think it's gonna stay around the same? <sighs> I mean, I mean, you said forty three this year, year right now. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna. Forty three is is already like insane. I, I would hope forty four or forty five is like possible. Yeah, that's like but insane. Forty five percent. That's why that one stat when I'm just looking at it, the last four games, I shoot fifty four percent from three is like wow. <laughs> and we're in, in, in like there's so many players that's like oh well because I remember Gorgie Jang for the Grizzlies last year. We had Gorgie mm-hmm. Jang on our team. He shot forty nine percent, but he never he didn't play with us that much like at all. But he just he oh, yeah. just hit, he just hit his threes that the threes he took. Desmond Bain takes a shit ton of threes, guys. Like he takes a lot. And he's shooting fifty four percent in the last four games and forty three in the season. Yeah. So, like I would say, even Buddy Hield, Buddy Hield, one of the best catch and shoot guys in the whole league. He's one of the best guys coming off that screen to hit the to hit the three. But Buddy Hield is not shooting like forty percent like this. Like he's shooting like I I think last year he shot like thirty five. Uh, yeah. and don't get me wrong, like don't thirty five is not bad, especially with how many threes he takes. And he said that he's able to hit such difficult shots. But when when you have a dude like Bane that's that's taking this much threes and hitting and yeah. shooting forty three percent, making forty three percent of them, um, that's that's a that's a huge problem. That's super impressive. He's that's got only probably uh, like this season. He's probably shot maybe I want to say probably like three hundred to three fifty like three pointers probably. Yeah, um, he shot quite a bit. Last season he shot like six shots a game, seven shots a game. Mm-hmm. This season it's went up to thirteen. And yep. he's taking way more shots, and the percentages are just going up. So last year was last year was still really impressive. I mean, you shot forty two percent as a rookie from three, and yeah, you're taking and a decent amount of the bench. It's limited minutes. Yeah. So, um, I don't want to go too much in talking about Desmond Bain because, like I said, we got we got an episode coming out about him uh, pretty soon about why we think he should be the most improved player. Uh, Brad, do you want to go more detail about that? 
Oh uh, yeah, so basically it's gonna be I don't know. Well, I don't know if anybody knows. Like you guys probably do, but uh, KTO on YouTube. This is where I really got the idea from. Uh, he does like documentary type stuff, and that's stuff that I want to get into. And I feel like it's like a really good thing that we can get into with this podcast and stuff like that. Um, is and it's gonna be like a video on YouTube, so you you know if you've watched this video, how they are. It's basically yeah. gonna be like that, but it's gonna be like the story and the come up of Desmond Bain. So. Yeah, cool. so we have that plan. I th- we're recording it Thursday. We'll not exactly sure when we have it out. Probably like Friday, right? Uh, Possibly. Like or Saturday. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but yeah, like depending on when we get it out, we'll let y'all know uh, for sure. But or even by the time this might be out, somehow it might be out. You know, you never know. Uh, but yeah, so Desmond, we're gonna you got you guys are gonna see a little more about him, obviously, if you go watch that. Cause I don't want to go too much into it, but the the, the main topic mm-hmm. I want to talk about in this episode is John Morant. Yep, and it's not exactly about how I mean I can go on about how good John is for like literally hours and hours. Yeah. I always have. He's my favorite player without a doubt. I've already had three of his jerseys. I'm gonna have four this season because I'm buying his All Star jersey. Don't get twisted. I'm buying that don't jersey me. no matter what. That'd be my but, first jersey, All Star jersey. That'd be my. I just favorite. got. I just got to. But uh, yeah. So John is obviously my favorite player and. I was so mad, and I, it was it, it hurt me that I had to sit back and see all the stuff that was going on with Jaw in the last week, because there was two fans, two fans in that uh, Thunder game when Jaw first game coming back. And no, if you if y'all watched the game, Jaw played good this game, and his re- he was there was no reason why we lost the game. The re- the reason we lost the game was no no nothing to blame on him. He played good. He dropped I think like eighteen nine and seven something like that. Yep. Just a, just an all around good game. Uh, he he played he played unselfish basketball and didn't he he just got his teammates involved. The thing is though, his teammates were not playing good this game. We we're off this game, and I feel like we just weren't listening. Like when we're talking about moving the ball around, we just wouldn't do it. So, uh, there there was issues in this game, but it was, no thing was the big with Jaw. Two fans decided at the end of the game to tell Jaw to go sit back down, and Jaw had a point at the end of the game uh, to say that. It's cr- it's crazy how these are the, these are the same guys chanting MVP early in the year, and now they're telling me to sit down yep. and all this, and giving me this hate. <laughs> uh, where I, I think, in, in one way, I think Ja has to understand that that you gotta that right now for him, the hate's way more louder than the, the love he's actually getting because he gets so much more love mm-hmm. than hate. Yep. Um, and Ja's gonna have haters no matter what. People do not want to see Ja succeed. So I, I'm just hoping Ja just kind of like brushes off a lot of his hate. He did take a he did take a week off from Twitter. I and Funny enough, after last night, he did go back on Twitter talking shit. But he just needs to just let that stuff be and just not give it attention. Really, he just needs to focus. Well, on no, it. he likes to he likes to back up his points. I that's the thing. Jaw is addicted to backing up his points. Like the, yeah, that's what that, the game I always bring up is how he dropped 24, 27 and fourteen on the Lakers when they were playing good, and we just lost like three in a row. And then he told a dude at the end of the on his posting interview that like dude on Twitter told him that he doesn't have that fire in his eyes anymore. And that game I for him. Some yeah, some of that time like that. That stuff even motivates me to be honest, but like sometimes everybody has their breaking points. So you just yeah. doesn't need to listen to like all of it though. That, that, yeah, like like I said, you get a lot. Of, he gets a lot of love. I feel like he's not respecting the love he gets yeah. um, compared to the hate he gets because he's gonna get hate no matter what. But he gets so much more love. And the city of Memphis, I, I I don't know. I don't know if there's a person that Memphis, the city of Memphis loves more than John Morant right now. So <laughs> if. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm wrong, and I'm not from Memphis, so I don't, I don't know. But I was thinking John Morant. Atmosphere around there, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. So I was really mad having to see this, and 
uh, it's not just that. I wasn't talking about just like how John Moran, you know, that, that's something I just want to say about John Moran. He, you know, he needs, he needs to look to the level a little more. But I, I get he does. He cherishes it. Um, he shows a lot of love back to Memphis. So e- either way. But I, I just think that the hate is a little too loud for him. Uh, but that's not what I was really mad about. Because Ja, ja was saying how it was only two fans. And yeah. he was just a little mad about that. So he had the right to go say what he wanted to say. Then the, the thing, the problem with this was the media. And I'll, I'll bring up my first example. Keith Smith. He's a Celtics blogger. Uh, I, I know my, my boy Jalen's familiar with him when I was bringing up this point about it. Mm-hmm. He tweeted something about how it's crazy how, like, it's crazy how Memphis uh, or how, how much Ja does. And for like Memphis to treat him like crap and all this, and yeah. I was like, I was like, what? We because it makes no sense that you're go- like you have no right to go say the to go put this on the whole the whole fan base of Memphis because how he said the tweet it's pretty much bringing the whole fan base of Memphis, mm. and Josh said it's two fans, and then the media starts coming out and saying how it's all Memphis and it's all of our fan base. Good, good. It made me so mad. Because it's like it's like you're trying to bring me into it, <laughs> or like just these people, these people that, it. yeah, like it's like you're bringing me, Brad, all these jaw, all these people that love John, just the, the fan base itself, into what two people did. Yeah. We have nothing to do with those two people said, but the city of Memphis. Dumb, right? After that, after that Thunder game, I even told, I even said like, man, I was mad about, I was mad, I was telling like, oh, I was mad about the game because uh, we weren't listening. I was saying, I was saying how John played really good, um, and. First, first game back and all this, and then wake up to the next day and seeing how Memphis is getting blamed for this shit. It's like, come on, our fan base had the fan base had nothing to do with it. It's two, it was two hecklers. I know that are mm. that are probably fake Memphis fans to begin with, and They're probably some Drakes, you know. Like Drakes. we, I do not want, I do not want to see us like we did. We did not treat Jaw like crap. We showed Jaw nothing but love. So it, if if any, like that stuff made me so mad. And then it started going up with the thing that uh, we lost to the Thunder, and then we lost to. The Warriors. So then the media is just saying trade Jaw. We're better without the Grizzlies are better without Jaw and all this. <laughs> so I was like, I, I was I was actually getting so mad. Like it was, it was ridiculous because I don't know how I don't know how you really watch your games and say better with without Jaw. But it, it, we just we just playing team basketball. <laughs> like yeah. we just played we just played really good basketball. And honestly, the te- our ten and two stretch without Jaw should just show to you guys that we have weapons. And that yep. when you guys watch the Grizzlies, all you, all you think about is John Morant. We have weapons. We have no team. bums. We have no bums. Stop on our sleeping team. on us. <laughs> like we have no bums on our team. Yeah, like it, it felt like the start of the season was just trying, we had adjusted some things, and we did those adjustments. Our defense was so bad. Our defense is one of the top right now in the league with how we've been playing these last in this in our in this stretch. We've just been playing such amazing defense. Where at the start of the year, our defense was like, oh my god, <laughs> couldn't it was it was so hard to watch. But we every player on our team is gonna bring is, is brought some type of energy to us. It felt like this year. Um. I mean, Tyler Terry and Shaq McCann haven't had the chance to really, but mm-hmm. not, not to mention, I mean, I guess we can bring this up. We 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 did sign a guy yesterday in a hardship contract, uh, Xavier Sneed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he was at the game yesterday. Uh, he didn't play obviously, but he was there. I guess if I gave you like a little uh briefing about him, he's from Kansas State, averaged like f- f- fourteen his uh, last season with them. Good defender. That's all I'm about to get. He played. He played for uh, I think the Hornets. I'm not exactly sure. He played somewhere in the G League, but we signed him. Um, uh, shout out to Xavier Steen. Hopefully, he gets some minutes for Boyan. Yeah, he team. played. He played for the G League uh, Hornets. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to him. Congrats on your contract. Ho- hopefully, he gets some minutes on some garbage time or something. But uh, back to what I was saying. Like, 
it's it, it was it, there's all there we have no bumps on this team Obviously, everyone's brought some energy uh killy and tilly by the way had a poster last night oh yeah i was not expecting it what was, was that again? I I forget it was on jalen it was on jalen smith that's like funny. I don't think I think I don't think Jalen Smith was expecting it. Wasn't that like, the boy with the? Wasn't that the guy with like those goggles on? Or yeah. Was yeah, I wasn't. This, I wasn't. This, I don't think Jalen Smith even expected that was that was going to happen. Like until yeah. he goes, until he tries to the rim <laughs> and he, he it looked like he almost honeycombed the the dunk. Like he yeah. just postered him, and I was not expecting Dang. that at all. Uh, but like I'm saying, like there's no bums. Culver's brought some energy. Uh, at some point in the season, if if yeah. con- contra, I guess was considered considered a bum at the start of the year, he ain't no bum anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the dude, nope. I saw a graphic last night, or even when I when I woke up, it was showing uh the Grizzlies next game against the Lakers. And the graphic was mm-hmm. the Lakers with LeBron, and it was the Grizzlies with John Conchar. I'm like, <laughs> wow. I'm like, wow. So, yeah, this team is just we have we just have weapons, and people have to understand that. LeBron, but they're next. No, the thing oh, is man, though, this this that would be that would that would, that would be one <laughs> that would be a highlight. I would I would actually sure, I actually dude. get like a poster of it on my wall. If Contra dunks on LeBron, I'm getting a poster of that on my. But the thing is, though, no matter how good the Grizzlies are playing, this talk's not going to end until Ja shuts them up and shows why we're better with them. So yeah, the couple couple struggle games: Thunder and Warriors. Now, okay, Ja Ja didn't. I say Ja didn't play good in the Warriors game. Didn't play bad in the Thunder game. Yep. And he kind of just had a he had a very end game against the Warriors, but. This is first games back, you know. Yeah, he was just getting King, back in the Kings game comes though. He played a good game against the Kings. Uh, turn so slow first start, but the whole team had a slow start. Mm-hmm. Second half, he came out there and he proved, you know, it, it like like, hey, I'm here. I'm I'm getting I'm getting my I'm getting I'm getting the rust off. I'm gonna be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was I even love the point when we we're watching the game and they're showing the look. Oh, we're ten and two without him, and they've been zero and two or whatever with 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 him uh, since coming. Or they're like we're nine and uh, twelve with him. And then as soon as the graphic uh, goes off, he does a nasty behind the back on Tyrese Halber and then dunks it. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. I, was like, I remember seeing that graphic and I was like, "Bro, come on." I was bro. pissed like, off. Really? I was like, "I'm like, bro, get this off my screen." And then Jaw does a behind the back on Halbert and does yeah. a dunk. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Uh, yeah. And I was like, "Just change the graphic to ten and two, or, uh, ten and twelve right now, because we're going to win this game." And mm-hmm. uh, we we ended up blowing them out. Suns game though. This is where this is this is where it got important because Jaw dropped thirty three. Uh, 33-4-4, right? And yeah. just completely shit it on the Suns. And he was uh, he was unstoppable. And the, not to mention, like, okay, I was going to talk shit no matter what, that ja, that we're not, that we're uh, better with Ja. All, I was going to say it no matter what after the game. Like, tell all these people, like, oh, you got to shut up now, because Ja just proved it. But since the, since oh, the Suns wanted to come, since the Suns got, wanted to come back in this game, you made, they made it even better for us, because Ja said, Hey, they're back in the game. You know what? Five seconds left on the clock. I'm gonna take this ball and I'm gonna go get us the bucket to win this game. And yep. oh man, did he do it? We already, we already, we already, you know, brought that in the whole play. But yeah. Ja hits the game winner, and then he goes back on Twitter, talks his shit. I go on Twitter, talk my shit, and <laughs> I go on, I go on Instagram and Twitter, talking my shit. This, this is like, like every Grizzlies fan was doing it pretty much because yeah. we were so yeah, fed up with it because the media put put try to put the bad image on the Grizzlies fan base. Thing that we don't that we don't appreciate Jaw and we're treating him like crap after what two fans did, and Jaw just pretty much told him like, "Hey, all that talk gotta go silent now because <laughs> no no matter what we just showed we just showed them like, yo this team this team is different." And I was saying, and w- when the Grizzlies were on that little streak without Jaw when we we're playing really good, I, mm-hmm. I wasn't te- I wasn't telling people that we we're better without Jaw. I was telling people that 
we're going to be the we're going to be one of the best teams in the NBA with Ja. Just yeah. wait till he comes back. And that's what Grizz, that's what the Grizz players are even saying too. They're saying wait for twelve. Twelve, 12 is about to come. Uh, Jaron even did some funny thing where he uh, he's at the post uh, game interview and he said 12, 12, 12. Like it was like a uh, like you know like mm-hmm. in the mirror where you do like the uh, yeah. he said the name like Bloody Mary or whatever. Yeah, he said twelve three times. Like Jaw's gonna pop out, and he popped out against the Suns. And once again, Grizzlies proved that we're one of the best teams uh, in the NBA. We're I, I, I'm going to say we're the be- we're one of the most we're easily one of the most impressive small market teams. And I love how the culture I love the culture of the team and just the feel of it. I can't wait till we play the Cavs, which is coming soon. Because the Cavs are the other team that's a small market right now. It's getting more we glory than us. Opening night, didn't we? Really? Yeah, we beat them opening night, but they but they they're another small market team that's getting more glory than us. So yeah. I'm hoping that we play. I'm hoping, can't wait till we play them soon and we beat them. <laughs> call it right here. Uh, I'll call it right I can't, here. I can't wait for that game because I'm I just call want, it right I just, here. All right, we're gonna carry this momentum. And don't get me wrong. All respect to the Cavs. Cavs are an amazing team. I I, I love yeah. what the Cavs are doing, but. I'm gonna call I just, right feel, now I just feel like what the what the Grizzlies are doing deserves more credit because because the Cavs get so much more love than we do. So, uh, hopefully that hopefully people are gonna are gonna see like, hey, Grizzlies are the best small market team in the league. We're <laughs> we're show, we're showing though like we're really we're, we're legit and we're real deal. I'm gonna call it now though. I'm gonna call it now. Uh, we're gonna carry uh, our momentum from Sacramento and from the Suns, and we're gonna go beat. The Lakers at home, and we're gonna beat the Sun. Sorry, not the Suns. The Spurs. Spurs. Uh, and we're gonna finish the year out twenty three and fourteen. Yeah, like we had that little. We had that little slump. We're back in business. Little slump. On it right now. It's all good. Uh, Desmond Grizz- has another big night tomorrow. I think. I think he drops at least twenty five. Uh, ja does good as well. I bet Ja have a big game tomorrow. Um, and then on, I think on uh, the eve, I think. I think Jaron's actually gonna have a big game. To be honest, I think Jaron's gonna go up with with a bang. Hopefully, Stephen Adams keeps doing his thing. I forgot to mention Stephen Adams against the Suns. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a guy I didn't. I, I see this. This is this is how I know. Like I, I, I feel kind of like I disrespected him. I didn't I forgot to bring. Uh, because Stephen Adams had an insane game, but he was kind of oh, outshot yeah. by Bane and mm-hmm. Jaw. Stephen Adams had nine offensive boards, uh, considering his seven assists to go with his thirteen points and sixteen rebounds. Yeah, the dude's insane. insane, and I'll keep I'll keep saying that. Uh, even though there's Grizzly fans that want him traded, and even I don't think that he's the center of this of this team, and he's probably not going to be on this team for much longer. I hope he's on the team for the rest of the season. I'll say that. But once Stephen Adams is gone, and for the people that hate Stephen Adams, once he's gone, y- y'all are going to miss his boarding because yeah. how, he's a he's elite when it comes to uh being a rebounder. I think he's elite. Uh, well, maybe one of the first things I remember when Jonas, the day that Jonas got uh, traded, and we were talking. I was on vacation too at the time, but one of the first things you said was, I'm going to miss Jonas's rebounding. I mean, that's the same thing that's going to happen with most Grizzlies fans when uh, Adam sees that. <laughs> if we get too. a guy that does not that great of a work. Uh, yeah. So, man. Exciting things. See when Adam's rebounding is really elite. Uh, but it's not elite when it comes to defensive boards. It's elite when it comes to offensive boards. Like the second chance points we get is ridiculous. So. I it's gonna, that it's gonna really suck drafts, that we're gonna draft a big man. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's gonna suck if we don't if we don't have if you don't have on this team and he's bringing that kind of energy off the bench. Mm-hmm. So, or just, he's bringing that those second chance points to us are so huge. That if you beat a team with second chance points, then you have a good chance of winning the game because you're getting more you're gonna get more shots up. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean that that that, that kind of caps it off for this episode. Uh, I guess we didn't want it to be that long, but we kind of made it well, <laughs> uh, long because I guess it was a lot of stuff to talk about. 
So imagine if we really did go on and talk about those Warriors and Suns and the Warriors and Kings game like we wanted to. Yeah. Uh, that would this episode would be really long, but mm. uh, yeah, that's going to cap it off. Uh, Brad, you got any uh, closing words? Uh, twenty three and fourteen, twenty three and fourteen, twenty three and fourteen. <laughs> cap off the year. Go twenty three and fourteen. That's two more that's times. The, you got to say two more times. Twenty three and fourteen, twenty three and fourteen. That's All what right, I'm hoping cool. for. All right, but uh, but yeah, uh, I guess closing it out. We appreciate you guys for the support. We're gonna okay. We're gonna have to get we're gonna have to get this episode out uh Thursday, which I what I'm hoping for, so we can yeah. so we can get it before the the Lakers game. But because I, I know we, I know we've been messing up, guys, and we about stuff that happened like three days ago. So yeah. I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to. We're gonna try to get this one out as early as we can. Uh, mm-hmm. But besides that, y'all, uh, thank you, thank you for listening. Like I said, review helps. We appreciate the support. Make sure to check out all of our other stuff. We did just drop our, our, our Instagram. Now has been popping. We have two Instagram pages now. So our real, our original Instagram has been is real ones productions, and we're posting you know news. Right now, it's mostly college news, but we're going to have more news, obviously, and we're going to spread it out within the league. And then our, our college recruit pages dropped the real ones recruits. Um, it's been doing good. And then we, you know we have our normal content with uh, real ones productions on our YouTube channel. The Desmond Bain stuff's going to drop on there, right? And mm-hmm. uh, you know, be 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 on the lookout for that video, obviously, Desmond Bain video. It's going to be a banger. And yeah, I mean. That does it for this episode. Grizzlies been playing amazing basketball. Hopefully, the next time we do episode, they're still playing amazing basketball. Um, but yeah, that's all. That's all we do for this episode. Y'all take care. Peace. Peace.